episode of JNL Watches. I'm Jess Leah. And I am Josh Prime. And today we're watching Buffy season six, episode 20, Villains. Yes, we are. And we are joined this week by... India. Yay! Welcome, India. You have selected this very episode. Do you think that because you have purposefully selected it, you could do our description? Sure. (laughs) Not not prepared for that, but uh, I never prepare and we do fine. You'll be okay. (laughs) So, this is the one where Willow goes all crazy evil, sucks up all the evil in the books at Giles's store, takes her revenge, which is really why I wanted this episode, because we hate the trio, right? We're all agreed. Yeah. The trio, <laughs> the trio is terrible. Is the They're terrible. Yeah. So, she gets at least one of them in this episode, which makes me so happy. Not that I'm in favor of killing people, but he kind of has it coming. Yeah. Warren is literally the most awful in this whole just, series. He is. Even worse than Parker? I would rather sleep with Parker. Yeah. I would rather sleep with Parker and be insulted by him after than spend any time with Warren. (laughs) That's fair. I'm with India. (laughs) Well, I mean, I guess that's fair because, like, at the end of the day, Parker is just manipulative. Warren's like a rapist. (laughs) That's a different deal. Can't. Can't do it. Can't. Can't stop, won't stop. So who are you playing as, India? I'm Evil Willow all the time. Oh, Nice. Yeah. Buffy. That leaves me with having to pick a B storyline, so I'm going to go with Spike, because why not? He's not in it enough. You need to pick somebody else. Who is Xander? Fine, I'll be Xander. All right. Okay. You can be Xander and Spike. Right. Be both. Why don't I just be all the penises this week? Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Representing for the XYs on the podcast, I'll do all the penises. appreciate you. Perfect. Oh. Oh, man. <laughs> so, okay. I have a lot of issues with the Evil Willow storyline. You're going to be oh. hearing about them a lot. So <laughs> prepare yourselves mentally. I'll the try. First, the first of many problems that I have with Evil Willow is we've spent an entire, like, two episodes at the beginning of the season with, like, oh, we have to find the last known urn of Osiris to bring Buffy back. Oh, it gets run over by a bad guy, and now we can't use it anymore. It's defiled. Buffy's really gone. We'll never be able to bring her back. And then Willow's girlfriend gets shot, and Willow just goes, Yo, Osiris, get over here. And Osiris shows up, and she's like, Bring her back. And Osiris is like, No, actually, not going to do that. It was that easy. You just ring him up, say his name three times into a mirror like he's the fucking candy man, and he just shows up. <laughs> yeah. I still say that she had to prove herself first. I mean, possibly... But one of the problems that magic on television shows creates is that you establish that something can't be done or is very difficult. And then inevitably, you have to do the thing that's very difficult multiple times as long as the show is running. It's sort of like on Charmed, they regularly bring their grandmother back to visit the house, which is fine. They never bring their, or they rarely bring their mother back, which you'd think they would be prioritizing as something (laughs) that they enjoy. But no, they don't do that. They instead bring their grandmother back. And rather than let her hang out, she Mm -hmm. only comes back for short periods when it fits the plot. Well, and she always has this like, oh, I only have so much time or whatever. Like she's on loan from somewhere. Arbitrary (laughs) unit of measure. (laughs) Nonsense. That's my first of many gripes I have with the evil Willow. I mean, I have to interrupt you just to say we didn't talk about the guy's mustache. Oh, (gasps) random EMT worker's mustache is definitely 14-year-old boy realness. Right, right. It was great. And we also didn't talk about how enormous... Buffy Summer's backyard is. And how enormous time we spend there. Mm -hmm. It's where I'm going to have my next party. If my backyard was that large, you best believe I would be entertaining. 
I'd be getting a spa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A little cornhole situation. You're in California. Can I put out some twinkle lights for you? Yeah. Yeah. Hang them up. Yeah. Do it up. Maybe they don't hang out outside because of how vampires can get them. There's no invitation to backyards. I guess. Yeah. Although, like, what is the rule on the whole vampires can't enter? They can't enter your dwelling, but they can be on your property. Right. If I have a gazebo, can they enter my gazebo? Isn't there an episode where they try to burn the house down? The vampires? Well, that's the far more efficient problem. Like, if you (laughs) just set the house on fire, that's very doable. Yeah, yeah. because then they'll run out and you can get them then. Pick them off one by one. Yeah. I I just have a lot of questions. You know, I can set the house on fire. I I don't think that actually happened on the show. I think that was just us being sociopathic on the podcast. Going, Why don't we do that? That seems reasonable. (laughs) Seems like a thing that should happen. That's why we're going to be on all the lists. Because we're like, yeah, just set somebody's house on fire. (laughs) Sounds like a great time. Yeah, but be strategic about it. Like, barricade all the doors except for the main entrance. And then, or, you know, just have a couple of vampires at all the entrances. Yeah, there, there's never just the one. There's usually several vampires. If I were a vampire, I'd be trying to turn the whole fire department. Then you set the whole town on fire, eat everybody up. Just saying. So one of my commercials was the progressive ad where the guy is training you to not be your parents. Oh, yes. I love those. So good. <laughs> the woman's got all the pillows on her couch and he's just taking them off. <laughs> there's nowhere to sit. There's nowhere to sit. <laughs> I love pillows. Like, but I mean, come on. You need, your butt is supposed to go there, not your but, yeah, the, the pillows for your back. I have pillows yeah. right now. I like them on the sides of me, on, yeah. like, on my lap, to hug. Sure. But get a man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and? Hug him. Don't sure. ruin other people's sitting experience just because you need to be surrounded by a fluffy cloud all the time. Just All the it. time. All yeah. the time. Literally always. Yeah. Oh, there he is. Must have been. The, the duo down in the jail cell. Yeah, I kind of forgot that he went to jail. Like, it makes sense for Andrew. I feel kind of bad for Jonathan. Yeah, I feel like un- under other circumstances, Buffy might have protected Jonathan from jail. But this time she was like, go to jail, fucker. Because you're terrible, terrible villains. I wonder what their bail is. They haven't been charged with anything yet, so they have no bail. Oh. But did, when Buffy brought them in, did she go, what did she accuse them of? Like, oh, they were trying to rob an armored car. Did she also tell them about the diamond heist? Did she also tell them about all the other things that they've done? Because I feel like trying to rob an armored car, probably pretty big news in a town like Sunnydale. Yeah. The news people must be like, thank God, we don't have a death to explain. We have just a regular <laughs> robbery. I feel like I don't know how jail works. Like, are they just in like a holding pen? Until they're charged with something? Yes. Yeah. I believe they can hold you for a finite number of hours and then you have to be charged with something. 48, I want to say. On TV, it's 48 hours. I try very hard to not go there. So I have no (laughs) idea what the rules are. I I watch a lot of, you know, crime drama, so. I I don't care for that. Just saying. You don't like jail, so that makes sense. Yeah. I don't want to watch a show that dramatizes people going to jail. Did you watch Orange? Black? Yeah, but that was different because they were already in jail. <laughs> like, it's really the act of having yourself be put in jail that I am that triggered by. Anti. <laughs> All right. the, it's the being sent to jail that I don't like. Being sure. in jail, once you're there, that's fine. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it Plus depends on which jail. Like, it depends on which jail. If I'm on the Green Mile with Tom Hanks, yeah, because he's nice. Yeah. 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 Sometimes Although you're going to die. I said sometimes he dates mermaids. I like True. it when he dates mermaids. You should do that more often. So we're at not Willie's Vampire Demon Bar. Right. I'm very upset that it's not Willie's. And the vampire is watching alligator attacks on TV. Is that the <laughs> vampire equivalent of like sports ball? We're just watching when bears attack. Or like yeah. Week? Absolutely. Also the new or possibly normal bartender at this this place 
got some interesting facial shape. He's asymmetrical, which throws me off. Yeah. yeah. There something, like, something happened in his past. Agreed. This vampire is quite cute, though. Yes. The vampire that Warren is, is like, flirting with at the bar. I mean, <laughs> he, he's not my type, but okay. Have either of you watched Halloween Town? Yes. No. Calabar's Revenge? Yeah. Yep. Well, any <laughs> There are three, actually. There, I think there might even be four, because there's a Halloween University what? at some point. Yeah. And there was a TV series, I believe. Anyway, I was going to say that the bartender reminds me of, like, the makeup aesthetic of that show. Calabar. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> also, the thing about the makeup that bothers me is that his skin tone is different than his actual makeup tone. Doesn't match at all. Yeah. Problematic. The vampire is kind of cute, though. The vampire is cute. I bet he's even cuter when he doesn't have a vamp face on. See, that's the thing. I'd like to see him without the vamp face. Then I can make a determination. That's fair. I'd like to think that he went on to become a huge star. Sure. <laughs> totally talking about Brad Pitt right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brad Pitt secretly in season six of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> you heard it here first. This is definitely not Willie's because now that I'm getting a good lay of the land, this is not the shape that Willie's bar was mm-hmm. in any no. way, shape, or form. It's weird how many bars there are that are like this, though. Did Willie's have a pinball machine? Willie's had a, the bar went the whole length and didn't have a little nook like this one does. Yeah. Warren has just discovered that Buffy survived the previously thought fatal gunshot wound. And now he's freaking out. Meanwhile, Willow has arrived at the magic box and is going to take all of the books from the upstairs loft area and stick her hands inside in a Rage Carry 2 moment. If you're unfamiliar with the Rage Carry 2, allow me to enlighten you. (laughs) The sequel to Carry, made in the, I believe, Uh, early aughts involved a girl with a rose tattoo on her body and when she goes all crazy Carrie the tattoo grows and there are vines growing all over her and she like gets all superpowered and evil in much the same way that Willow is now having text flow over her body and she gets all evil I think that effect is super cool it's very effective and uh, probably pretty state-of-the-art for this time to to make that happen and track across all the different Mm -hmm. ridges of her body and I like the like Transition from redhead willow to dark-haired willow. It's true. Apparently when you do dark magic and your eyes go black, that's not because you're doing dark magic. It's because everything on your body is going to turn black the more dark power you have in you, since now her hair is black. Who knew? Who knew indeed? I think the ability to change your hair color would be the best superpower. (laughs) It would save time and money. I'm thinking of the craft where they just go like, whoosh, new hair color. Yep. Did you watch the new one yet? I have not watched the new one yet. I still, okay. don't, I still do not have it. Uh, India, you selected this episode because you wanted to see Dark Willow. Yes. What about Dark Willow is your favorite? Tell us everything. I don't know. I think maybe partially because there are, seen, there are seasons where Willow is so timid and doesn't stick up for herself and, I don't know, doesn't, isn't fully expressing herself. And as Eva Willow, she has no problem <laughs> doing any of the things. It's true. Her character has changed an awful lot from yeah. when we first met her in the first episode, and she's wearing the softer side of Sears dress. <laughs> yes. As Cordelia calls it. <laughs> yes, yes. A joke that probably doesn't make any sense to new people since Sears don't even exist anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the one in Fairfield maybe just closed. Well, that's They're on not their true. way out. Yeah. They're it's, certainly it's... not being advertised on TV as the softer side of Sears anymore. No. 
they're gone. Sad times. Somebody mismanaged their money, clearly, because there's no reason for Sears to be closing. Well, I feel like all the department stores are closing. I'm just crossing my fingers JCPenney stays open because that's the only one I still go to. Remember when JCPenney had Ellen DeGeneres as their marketing person? I believe I do. She was doing the fair and square thing where they weren't going to have sales. And then people were like, we love sales. How can you take away our sales? Bring back the sales. And it was like, actually, it was cheaper when we were not doing sales. But sure, we'll continue to tell you you're saving money, even though you're not. Like, let's do that some more. Yeah. Just proves how gullible we are as a people. Oh, man. So Warren is now visiting Rack because he wants more magical powers. Or really any, because he doesn't have any at all. That's fair. And you two were really obsessed with Rack's eyeball this week. Well, because one of them is half there. Yeah, when you see it from far away, he just looks like it's kind of messed up. But then when they go in for a close-up, it looks like it's half gone. Yeah, something's fishy. I think it's just that he has a scar on it, and he's wearing a contact lens that makes (laughs) half of his iris white. I believe that is how they achieved that look, yes. I kind of love that for him. I really want those those contact lenses that make your eyes do wild things, except they do cause blindness sometimes, so I'm oh, not no. going to do that. I feel like that is not well advertised, the blindness part. <laughs> well, I mean, I understand that, but that's one of those things, like, when people were all surprised that smoking was damaging your body, like, okay, so here's what you're doing. You're inhaling a smoke, then you're holding it into your body, and then you're pushing it out and when you do so it's dark blue and gray (laughs) why would you think that's healthy same thing with contact lenses okay so this thing obscures your vision and presses right against your eyeball that seems dangerous totally fine anytime that doing something causes your eye to tear and burn probably not good for your body (laughs) (laughs) you raise a valiant I have no problem with any of that, which is why I wear glasses and not contact lenses. Uh, I don't wear glasses. If I ever do, I think I would get LASIK so I can be a superhero. Oh, (laughs) I started wearing blue light glasses. Oh. And I like them a lot. Have you noticed the difference? No. (laughs) (laughs) So you don't like them a lot, you just like wearing glasses. Yeah, Yeah, that's different. That's a different thing. Yeah, I never gotten to wear them before. Now I think they're really fun. Because why? What about them is really fun? Oh. They're like sunglasses, but like I can wear them inside. So really you just want to wear frames. Yeah. We could just get you frames with no glass in them. They would cost way less money. Yeah. Oh, I got these in my FitFab fun box, so. Oh, FitFab fun. <laughs> she's in one of those non-spawn. Non-spawn. She's in one of those <laughs> monthly subscription services. Oh, yeah. yeah. His eyeball is weird looking. I wonder if that is a contact lens or if they did some CG on it. Because I've never seen a contact lens that's half covered like that. It is cool. It fits his uh, aesthetic. It's true. So here's my next question. So we get to the hospital and Willow is going to interrupt the surgery that's going on on Buffy with her bullet wound. But if you listen carefully, the heart monitor beeps that she has no heartbeat. Is this Buffy's third death on the show? I posit that it is. But when they show the heart monitor, there's still blips on it, even though it's making the sound of flatline. It's not showing flatline. Is it? I'll have to pay closer attention. What if it's just because Willow is doing that? Like, it certainly looks like a flat line in this shot. Also, Willow's shirt has so many buttons. Why does it need so many buttons? Also, I can't imagine a time where a surgical team would just be like, you're right, you weird girl, you got this. Yeah, she walks in and says, (laughs) leave, and they all just get up and go. They all go, you're right, we're out. Yeah, I think there might be some magic afoot. 
causing them to all leave? Sure. I hope so, because otherwise, no. I don't think that she's that convincing. Although it is Sunnydale. If a random girl with completely blacked out eyes walked into the room and confidently said, get out. You would get out. In a world of vampires and demons, you might just go, you can have her. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Gang-related, PCP. Above my pay grade. They've seen their share of stuff in Sunnydale. I imagine the hospital staff really has, too. Right. Probably oh, lots yeah. of people coming in here. So, yeah, so Buffy wakes up and doesn't really immediately notice that Willow looks crazy. <laughs> hey, Will, when did you dye your hair? What happened to you? Why are you like this? What's going on? And we don't get to her telling them about how Tara's dead for some time. Yeah. Also, even her eyebrows are black. Do you see that? Yeah. I'm That's Did she dye those, yeah. do you think? And, well, I don't think she does. They probably just used mascara or like uh, eyebrow pencil to darken yeah. it. But yeah. still weird that they, she didn't have red brows before. So, and I'm going to have to pay close attention. Like, does her, did her eyebrows turn brown when the hair changed color or did that only happen later? Oh, yeah. I didn't notice. I have to go back and look. Yeah. So Warren is getting on a bus trying to leave town, but spoilers, it's not actually Warren. It's Robo Warren. Something that he just whipped up real fast, apparently. No real question as to how long he's had a robot version of himself. Yeah. Ugh. Does he have one of the trio, all the trio members? Or just him? Just him this whole time? Like, what's the deal? Yeah. Also, I- how long does it take to build one of those robots? Well, again, we don't... We How many episodes was it bef- between when Spike asked for the Buffy bot and when the Buffy bot appeared? It was probably, like, three or four. So, took a little bit of time. Yeah. Still, I mean, if I said, hey, India make me a robot of myself, three weeks is not going to cut it. She's going to need a lot more time. <laughs> it's true. I'm going to need at least six weeks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. The turnaround on that is a while. Yeah. I mean, I got to get the parts. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a while. Who, who has that amount of silicone just sitting around? That's the question <laughs> I have. Oh, those people that make those um, body sex things. Real dolls? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, they have a lot of silicone lying about. You're right. I just want to say, Leah went to um, sex dolls. My mind went to the Mythbusters guys because they were doing stuff with bodies uh, all Ballistics the time. dummies, yeah. Yep. yep. Just saying. <laughs> I am pure and Leah is not. <laughs> uh, Alexa, stop. She, she woke up for a moment. Have I talked to you on the podcast yet about Forged in Fire? I know no. I've talked to India about it. Yes. So I've discovered on Netflix there's a show called Forged in Fire, and it's a program in which people make knives as a competition. So four people come and they make knives. The show is relatively uncreative in terms of, like, they're making knives, just like any other cooking show or fashion show or anything else. It's just instead of doing those things, they're instead doing testosterone-fueled knives. The part that sets it apart is that at the end, they take the knives and they do tests on them. And the way that they do tests on them is they bash them into wooden stakes or wheelbarrows or antlers or horns. But my personal favorite is when they do the kill tests, where they take the swords and attempt to cut through pig carcasses or fish bodies. And it's like the most hyper-masculine reality show I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) It's utterly bizarre. But I don't know why I was even sharing that with you. But I did. It's happened now. Okay. (laughs) Because I brought up Mythbusters. Oh, Mythbusters, yeah. So they, in one of the episodes, they had to do a cut test, a kill test, and they used a ballistics dummy. And they had filled the ballistics dummy with fake blood. So when they cut it, it bled everywhere. And I was like, what the fuck? That's awesome. Oh, no. 
Random thought. Mm -hmm. Have you all seen the new MaxiPad commercials where they use red liquid to show how absorbent it is? Yes. Probably. Yeah. I thought we had all agreed to only use blue liquid. (laughs) Only blue. Because nobody really wants to think about what that represents. Yeah. I thought that we all met and we agreed that (laughs) blue was the color for these things. Baby diapers and pads. Blue liquid. Always. Blue. Upsetting. It is. It's no good. What is happening now? Willow just almost got hit by a bus. The bus is now stopped. The driver is sitting there. Willow, Xander, and Buffy are having a full conversation. Bus is just sitting there. Like, whatever. I think I would just drive away. Yeah, they just want to squeeze a man so hard that his eye popped out. You think they'd drive away. Yep. But no. Maybe they're under some sort of Willow magic spell. And so Willow disappears. And now Buffy, if I recall, is now going to cut to commercial. And when we come back... We're going to be on the hunt for her. We're going to find her now. The car that was on the side of the frame, is that the car that they drove together? Yes, they were driving in Xander's vehicle. Okay. I was like, who drives that car? Because I have some thoughts. Yeah, Xander's car is not ideal. He's like an important like construction worker. You'd think he has a nice car to go with his nice apartment. He spent all of his money on his rent. He can't afford a good car. And on Anya in general the way that he rolls yeah the commercial i'm watching right now has things balanced delicately on an egg which seems not wise <laughs> what is this commercial for i have not seen that one a jovi it's some kind of medical thing again everything's yeah, balancing yeah. on stuff and now we have nationwide i like how we have decided that this country western singer and this football player are best friends in nationwide commercials that's oh yeah it reminds me of when terry hatcher and bing rames were best friends in the radio shack commercials <laughs> Sure, sure. <laughs> it's like, those two clearly only talk when they're being paid to talk to each other. <laughs> Let's not pretend. Isn't yeah. there a commercial with Snoop Dogg and, um, Martha, and Martha Stewart? Stewart? Yeah. They're best friends, though, in real life. They really are best friends. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why? They have, they have several reality shows together now. What? Why? Well, it's because after Martha went to jail, she came out and befriended him, and they like sure. spent a lot of hot together, I think. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. So we're back at the house. The gang is walking in. They're going to find a traumatized Dawn sitting with a corpse. Which doesn't seem ideal for a teenage girl to see. I feel (laughs) like her response makes no sense. How many times has she encountered dead things in her life? Has there been a dead person? I mean, she saw her own dead mother in the morgue that time. Oh, yeah, that's fair. She had roughly the same reaction. Yeah. She needs to get it together. That's only that's only okay the first time somebody right. in your life dies. You need to like Especially in Sunnydale. Develop Come some on. thicker skin, Dawn. Get out, get out, get out. Get it together. Get out, get out, get out. Oh my gosh. So I've been spending a little bit more time on the Buffy the Vampire Slayer Facebook groups because you know how I like to be in fights with people. Yeah. And yes. there was a, a thing of like point out the biggest plot holes in Buffy. And people were writing like, I can't think of any. There aren't oh. any plot holes in Buffy. What are you talking about? I wrote like a 15-point list of every plot hole I could think of. And I only thought for about four minutes and just generated this list. And for weeks after, people were like liking it and commenting on it and saying things. And you're like, wow, I never thought about any of these. And like some of them were real fucking obvious. So I'm not yeah. sure how you didn't think of them. But that's <laughs> fine. But the other thing that was happening is that one of the challenges they're doing on the Buffy the Vampire Slayer Facebook groups is... Add the word, uh, change one of the words in a Buffy the Vampire Slayer line to the word sausage and just see what happens. (laughs) And one of the most popular posts was, get sausage, get sausage, get sausage! (laughs) 
<laughs> which made me very happy. Yes, love it. I would appreciate Dawn more if that was yes. her line. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did not go with that one. I instead went with, I'm the original one-eyed chicklet in the kingdom of the sausage from Glory. (laughs) (laughs) Just how I do. Now I'm going to have to spend all my time thinking of which one I would do. Think of a famous Buffy line that you enjoy and replace one of the words with sausage. I'm not feeling very sausage, Jane. I'm not feeling very multicultural right now. I'm not feeling very (laughs) sausage right now. Mm -hmm. The world without sausage. (laughs) Sausage now. (laughs) I like that. So we're having a little heart-to-heart where Buffy is like, we can't let Willow kill Warren. I mean, why not? Yeah. Listen, the genie's out of that bottle because she kills him to death at the end of this episode. Yeah. Spoilers. No chance of survival for him. What's the Cordelia line? She won't stop until she's killed me a lot. Oh, no. I'm sorry. She says, he won't stop until he's killed me me to death. Uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. The reason I got that confused is because in the Buffy movie, Pee Wee Herman's thing is, kill her a lot. But he's mad at her. You he's in yet. the movie? He he's he's the best part of the movie, correct? Yeah. He's yeah. like the only good part of the movie, actually. Well, there is that. I mean, there's Luke Perry, but he doesn't get much to do. Yeah. Yeah, Peter Herman is pretty great. Oh, he's awesome. Certainly the way, the, the way he goes out. Yeah. Certainly the, the main villain is not the best part in any way, shape, or form. He is great. Yeah. Oh, yes. But anyway, what do you think of Buffy's haircut right now? Adorbs. Uh, so she's had it up in a ponytail and now it's out. So it's got delicate waves. Thoughts? It's cute. <laughs> I think it's reminiscent think of Joyce. Well, and I like that it's a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. Which also, you know, there's that picture of Joyce just sitting on the side of the couch, mm-hmm. just hanging out. Because everybody has you know pictures I think of I themselves. Want to a picture of Joyce for my house. Yeah. Ooh, good call. There you go. You can put it right next to your leather chair. It's yeah. all nice. I think that we should all just have that photo of Joyce in our homes. Let's yes, I want one. Okay. I'm going to put it right next to my it's TV like so I can watch it. And then people will come over and be like, how do you know Christine Sutherland? And they're like, wow, good note on knowing exactly who that actress is. <laughs> you might recall her from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, but I recall her as Joyce, Buffy's mom. Only Joyce? Who knew that she was in that movie? You didn't know that she was in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? No. Oh, good film. Yeah. Didn't they make multiples of that, though? Honey, I Shrunk... Well, there was Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and there was Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. Then there was Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves. I appreciated Honey, We Shrunk the Kids and Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves. And the TV series was also fun. Yeah, see, I feel like you just can't make it a franchise. (laughs) Just shrink the kids and be done with it. Shrink them and be done. I'm with just Leah. I don't know. The first one was good. The Blew Up the Kid, not so good. Shrunk the Kid, Shrunk the Adults. I could live with Shrunken Adults. The problem I had with the Shrunken Adults one is that none of the original cast was in it except for Wayne Zielinski. So that was rough. You know who was in that movie? So there was a young, was it Mila Kunis? One of the people in Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves was the sex cult, the girl from Smallville, Allison Mack. And then the other one, yeah, Mila Kunis. She was also in it as, really? as one of the girls who comes to the house when all the adults are shrunken. Dang. Mm-hmm. Here, I thought her first debut on television was that... Uh... 70s show? Yeah. I liked that oh. 70s show. I really am feeling strongly like I need to come up with some reference from the 70s that Leah won't know because that's what I do in my listener mail. Yeah, most things of the 70s other than Stevie Nicks and Tom Petty. (laughs) Oh, just Leah, there's a great meme I have to send you that you've probably already seen about the difference between Taylor Swift and and your your favorite, Stevie Nicks. It's awesome. (laughs) Is it the one where she's with Lindsay? 
And Taylor well, Swift is like, I write about my boyfriends, and, <laughs> and I, I make my boyfriends sing songs about him that I wrote. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So good. So good. That she wasn't the only one. Christine McVie, same thing. Yeah. Her her big hit was about her terrible ex, and he's right there playing with her. I love it. I love it. <laughs> You know, this is what happens. So Buffy needs to get Dawn to safety and decides that she wants to take him to Spike's house. Spike is not there, of course. So she decides, let's leave him with Clem instead. Because Clem would definitely be able to protect Dawn from Willow (laughs) if Willow came in and was like all magically evil and stuff. From anyone. Or Clem. Clem seems like a really good defensive demon who would be able to help. He's he's your babysitter. That's about it. I'm just saying, she doesn't need a babysitter. Buffy wanted her to have protection. Going well, to yeah. Clems is not protection. No, she went to the wrong house. Nonsense. Listen, we should take a look at our listener mail. Oh, yay! Oh, yes, let's. A, a few messages. The first message we have is from our good friend Zulu regarding normal again. Goodest of mornings, casters of pods. I don't really have a ton to say about this episode, but I do kind of love that they leave open the possibility that Buffy's reality is her in a mental institution. I think the last few months of season seven should absolutely just be Buffy in her bed in the asylum. Although you guys suggest pretty hard that does not happen. Yeah, I don't think that's a spoiler. That doesn't happen. No. <laughs> it, it would be really, really weird for like a season and a half later for them to just be like, oh, by the way, That thing from a full year ago. Yeah, that's not what it is. I'd love to give you some examples of retconning from my vast TV watching experience, but you know I can't recall television details. It's getting harder and harder for me to find my Oreo rankings. I had to dig all the way back to July 20th for this. Also, these rankings get more and more arbitrary as time goes on. Oh, yeah. Uh, His review for the gingerbread Oreos. I really liked the gingerbread cookie, and I simply liked the cookie as a whole. When I sampled just the cream, the cinnamon was a little overwhelming, and I really wish they'd stop putting solids into the creams of their cookies. The crunchy sugar crystals were not a plus for this cookie. But Oreo doesn't expect me to snack on the cream alone, and the cookie as a whole is quite tasty. Mm -hmm. And then he placed gingerbread between peanut butter and hot chocolate in the rankings. So, pretty serious. Thank goodness for that Oreo content, otherwise I would have had nothing to say for this episode. (laughs) Then we have a message from a listener that I'm not super familiar with, India. Do you know India? Mm, no. No clue. She's the worst. India, you wrote to us and you said, shocking ending, what's real, alternate universe, mind blown. There was Yay! so much said there. <laughs> Dawn being upset that she's not in Buffy's other reality is stupid, as is Dawn. Yeah, there you go. I agree. Get Dawn, rid of her. <laughs> Dawn was created by monks and everyone knows it. So why would Dawn be there? Done. <laughs> you also wrote out that Larissa's name is actually spelled out Larry SSA, which is bizarre. And you can tell her I said so. I will. Bob Newhart's TV family's never had kids. I watched St. Elsewhere and fans of the show were so angry that everything was made up. As were fans of Dallas when Bobby was not dead. I remember that too. That was a thing. They had a whole season where Bobby was shot and they were like, who shot JR? What happened? What's going on? And then the next season they came back and he was just awake in the shower. And he was like, I had the weirdest dream. I got shot a year ago. It was very strange. On the other hand, New Heart's ending is probably the best series finale ever. Only because you haven't seen the 60 Under finale yet. No, I have not. Thanks to the pandemic. No. You also validate my need to clap in order to know syllables. And I appreciate that. That's how you know. How else do you do it? I honestly have no idea. You You have to clap. No, I can't. I can't count on my head and say words at the same time. Because that's two things at once. I do one thing at a time and that's it. All right, fine. One thing per moment. That's all I can do. (laughs) There 
So thank you very much for writing in India. Thank you very much for writing in Zulu. Let's take a look at our message on the Facebook page from Omega, who has written to us for this very episode. Dear Josh Prime and Jessalia, well, there goes Willow. And in arguably the opposite direction, there goes Spike. As this season draws to a close, I'm less and less enthused. The major moral conflict is whether it's okay for Buffy or Willow to kill Warren because he's human. What say you about that? Love Omega. So let's start with you, India, our special guest. Do you think it's okay to kill Warren? Okay. So are you asking me as a real person or as someone in the Buffyverse? Because killing is wrong and bad, and of course she shouldn't kill him. But if I'm Willow and he kills Tara, yeah, I'm coming for him. (laughs) So you're on team... Willow should be allowed to do this. Kind of, yeah. (laughs) But in real life, you're sticking with the less damning, I would never kill someone. Of course not. Never. Although if I had powers like that, who knows what I would do. But let's let's go with no, of course not. No, of course not. (laughs) Killing bad. The record will reflect that India does not advocate murder. (laughs) Thank you. What about you, Jaslia? Are you killing Warren? Like India, I, as human Jaslia, can't. Hurt anybody, unfortunately. I appreciate both of your very hot takes on this. No, murder is bad. Got it. Murder equals bad. <laughs> However, if I were villainous and had witchcraft powers like Willow, and you just killed my significant other, you bet as hell I'm going to use that witchcraft on you. Oh, mm-hmm. if I get superpowers, watch the fuck out. Yeah. Let me tell yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that makes sense. I think, okay, so I think there's a bigger question here. So it reminds me a lot of Superman. Superman does not kill people. That is like his thing. And that creates a lot of problems for the show. Because like Lex Luthor constantly creating problems and probably is generically evil enough that he should be either dead or put to jail or whatever. He's always escaping from jail. He's always creating problems and doing his thing. I think that in a universe where you kill evil beings regularly and you have a person who is using that knowledge to kill people, I don't think that sending that person to jail makes any sense because prisons maintained by people who don't know about magic are going to be ill-equipped to handle somebody who knows about magic and can do those things. So while I, too, am anti-murder as a general rule, (laughs) I feel like they are ignoring an important element of this, which is that like the world doesn't know what Warren actually is. Like, yes, they can have him accused. They can have him found guilty of murder because he did kill Katrina. But, like, that will never be the whole story. Like, the whole, the idea that he, you know, uses magic and mysticism to be able to get things done is is something that I don't think a prison system can handle. On the other hand. so, yeah, I think that. He's, he's very Batman. Like, his, it's all in the gadgets. It's not that he, Mm -hmm. we don't really think he has superpowers, right? He just knows how to do stuff with things. and I think two things about that. One, I think that he is, I, I think that there is an element of this is the Hellmouth that impacts how he is able to do this. Because, sure. you know, we live in a universe where people can make humanoid robots. Like, if that were true everywhere, <laughs> like, I think that the fact that we're on a magical nexus is sort of influencing his ability to do these things. And, like, the invisibility ray is not science solely, right? Like it's somewhat mystical. That's why they needed that specific diamond to do it. When he invents the the neural dampener that allows him to enslave Katrina, 
they have to do some kind of weird magic thing over top of it to charge it up, right? So I think he is using magic to make his technology work, but his he's using more technology than magic versus like Jonathan, for example, who's all right. magic all the time. Right. So like, yeah, he's definitely not a witch or a warlock or whatever we call dude witches, but like he is not just a scientist, I don't yeah. think, because he wouldn't know about how to use like the weird seed from the smelly thing that he was able to make the neural dampener or like all the other crap he's done. So yeah. So I yeah. think that Buffy, well, I think that the other thing is like somebody in a rage who's abusing magic probably shouldn't be out killing people. But I think that, you know, killing him might not be the absolute worst thing they could ever have done, which is good since it happens at the end of this episode. <laughs> the bigger question that I have is why isn't there some sort of magical jail? There doesn't appear yeah. to be any sort of magical retribution at all. You'd think the Watcher's Council would have that because we've had, you know, we had the whole thing where we we're going to try and re- rehabilitate Faith when she went all apeshit crazy. Right. But we've also had people like the Wayward Watcher who had the glove of whatever it was that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. was going to give her lightning powers and like whatever. What happened to, what's his name? Ethan Rain with his magic, he got taken by the initiative and thrown in some sort of initiative prison. So I feel like a regular prison, not a good idea. Long no, they need, they need Azkaban. Yeah. And the Dementors. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, listen, Willow is now chasing them in the woods. While we were doing our listener mail, we got to a place where Anya has announced that she's a vengeance demon. Yeah. And now the three of them, Anya, Xander, and Buffy are chasing them down in the woods. Before we get into the next thing, Thank you all for writing in, especially India. I want to give her a special shout out. Thank you all for writing in. If you'd like to write into us, JNL Watches, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Gmail. Those are literally all the things. Mm -hmm. There are no others. No. We would love to hear from you about this or any episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. What is your rating of this episode, India? I just realized I'm going to have to write listener mail for this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Hope I was paying close enough attention. Mm-hmm. What is my rating? Oh, boy. Even more inconsistent than Jess Leah's, probably, because I don't rate them regularly. So <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and say that it's an eight because I love Evil Willow so much and I dislike Evil Warren so much and he gets his comeuppance. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to just give it a solid eight. I like that for you. It's excellent. What about you, Jess Leah? Thoughts? I haven't come up with my rating yet. I'm going to talk through it and then produce a a number at the end. I enjoy that this episode flies back. Like, it seems like it moves quickly. The pacing is good, yeah. And I know that it's not one... This episode in particular isn't the most funny, which I've given feedback before that I don't like the episodes that aren't funny. Yep. But I like that a lot is happening and it makes sense. Yeah. So I enjoy that. I also very much detest Warren, so I'm very excited that Willow is like, I'm going to skin you and then burn you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Super awesome. So I might go with an eight also. Nice. Excellent. I, okay, so I enjoy Dark Willow. I think that Dark Willow is is good. I don't love her wig. I didn't mention that yet. I hate her wig. It's bad. But uh, yeah, I, I don't dislike the Dark Willow. I think the problem that I have with it is... I've given this feedback a lot throughout the season that it feels like there isn't a plan and that we don't have real plan for what is going on. <laughs> the overarching story arc, the like the description has always been that the villain this season is life. 
and that there is, you know, the world is taking Buffy down and she has depression and this is what's happening. And that has been sort of the running theme, which is fine, I guess, thematically, but I've never felt like the trio ever was doing something with any real purpose. They always just seem to be really meandering and kind of doing whatever they wanted. And now we, it, it almost feels like they got to the last three episodes and they went, oh shit, we need a heart-stopping conclusion. Let's make Willow be evil. And it, to me, it doesn't really make sense. Like I wish that the Willow's evilness, and this might actually be a critique of Alison Hannigan's performance. It just feels like, a regular person who was angry about their spouse or significant other dying would have petered out by now. Like Mm -hmm. that intense bout, like intense emotions only last for about 20 minutes, you know, like intense sadness usually only lasts. like, you're not, you're not done being sad after 20 minutes, but that intense burst of like anger or rage, your body can only really make that work for about 20 minutes. (laughs) That's like a thing. So the fact that she's out there hunting this person down for hours and hours and she's making effort to get more power and she's like doing all this stuff, it just doesn't really make a lot of sense. And it doesn't feel very earned to me. Like when she was at her worst of being addicted to magic, she wasn't doing stuff like this. Like this isn't, doesn't really make a lot of sense. If we had had more moments of Willow doing really bad things with her magic because she was addicted to it, We had one episode where she got into a car accident. We had one episode where she like did something for personal gain that went awry, right? Like, it's just, I just don't feel like it makes sense. And she seems like she's not different enough that it seems like the magic is taking her over. Like, she just sort of seems like Willow pissed off this whole time. Mm -hmm. And it Mm -hmm. felt like she was not in control of her faculties a little bit more if she was like maybe higher seeming. Because at other points where she's got magic in her, she seems high and she's like loopy and whatever. And instead, she just has this very controlled, stoic performance, which is kind of similar to Vampire Willow. And I get that's probably the influence, but like it just doesn't it doesn't really make sense for me. And this is something that I said about Spike last week. So India, spoilers to look forward to. Like, Spike's whole sexual assault moment, like, didn't really track with what had been happening the whole season. Yeah. And again, I recognize that, and I have to say this every time I say this, because I recognize that some people are just rapists and they don't give you a lot of signs. So I'm not trying to make a statement about this and forgive him. But it just felt like the writers needed him to do that to move the storyline. And that's what it feels like with Willow. The writers needed to make her evil because that is what the exciting conclusion of the season is. And I just don't, I don't feel like it was very earned. So while it's fun and I've enjoyed myself and it's not a bad episode by any means, from a critique of the writing, I just can't, I can't get behind the idea, especially because this has been done. This is Carrie. If you're unfamiliar with the story of Carrie, she has psychic powers. She gets really mad at prom and she goes on a murderous rampage. This is Carrie. We're going to be doing it for two more episodes. So like, (laughs) it's, it's a lot. There's a reason that the Carrie murder scene is only like 10 minutes long. (laughs) Like it doesn't really work for three hours of television. So yeah, so I'm going to give it a six and that's going to be where I land with that. We ended, we, we missed the skinning. What do you think of the skinning, India? I mean, it's it's quick, it's shocking, but oddly satisfying as well. <laughs> I think there's a, a certain amount of like fuck Warren that you two both feel. <laughs> oh, so much, so much. <laughs> and that's the other thing, like Warren has done some bad things, but I feel like he could have been even worse to make it justified. Like he really, he said a bunch of misogynist bullshit stuff in the past two episodes, but up until the time where he accidentally murdered his girlfriend, he was generally just kind of a goof and like a moron. <laughs> and like, 
he only started getting, and I get that that was like intentional and he was supposed to have a slow burn as Jonathan figured it out. But yeah. I just sort of wish that he got more viscerally evil more slowly. Yeah, they kind of jumped there pretty it's, quick. It's, a, it's, it's all about the pacing of this season for me. I just don't think that it was paced appropriately. But that's neither here nor there. India, was this episode everything that you dreamed it would be and more? I mean, it went a lot quicker than I remembered it the first, well, however many times I've seen it now. This is not the second. This is many. But well, that's because that's because when you're hanging out with us, time just goes super fast. It's like relativity. It does. Time just flies. Time has no meaning. We're in the <laughs> apocalypse. <laughs> My Hulu has jumped to the next episode. I must stop it. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to get too far ahead of yourself. No, since I have to go back two weeks. Or <laughs> how many it's been. Ah <laughs> uh, yes. Well, India, I want to uh, thank you very much for making the decision to come be on the show with us and for picking an amazing Ooh. episode. The start of the evil willow drama i appreciate it thank you for having me once again oh always welcome i'm glad that you nursed a cider for two hours with us i did it's gone (laughs) (laughs) congratulations i like i like how as we were getting ready she's like i bought cider so we could have it you're like a cider (laughs) no we bought a 12 pack and we had two the night that they decided that the presidential election was over and sure. now I've had my, my next one. Yeah. So we've, we've had three of 12. So there's, there's more to go. I'll have to come back to drink some more. Yeah. Don't go, don't go crazy. You don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, no. Some of us work in the morning. Oh, sure. 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 Ah, mm-hmm. uh, yes. Well, I have had a great time and I hope that we watch more Buffy in the future. If I were to pick any old episode, I would, but since it's not up to me, it's up to just Leah. What are we watching next week? Oh, I propose we watch uh, Buffy season six, episode 21, two to go. The one where uh, fueled by powerful black magic, comma, Willow tar- targets Andrew and Jonathan for destruction, dash, dash, leading to a spectacular battle between Buffy and Willow, semicolon, in Africa, comma, Spike faces off against a seemingly unstoppable foe as he seeks to rid himself of the da, 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 Dot, dot, dot. I kind oh. of want to know what that dot, dot, dot is supposed to be. <laughs> but the original air date was right after my birthday. Ooh. Oh, yeah. One day after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Way back in 2002. Don't 2000. ask me how old I was then because I don't remember. I mean, it was 18 years ago. That's math. That's yeah. that's terrifying. Just yeah. take 20 years off of your age and then add two to it. I would no. love to take 20 years off my age. <laughs> 32? There you go. Wow. Those were the good days. That's that's how old Leah is now, right? No, I'm 31. Oh, you're 31. Oh, (laughs) so different. It's so different. It is. It really is. That one year makes all the difference. Ah, yes. Well, I'm so glad that we had this experience together and we have only two episodes left of Buffy to go before we have finished season six. And then we're in a position of, what the hell are we doing next? Are we just going to power through into season seven and hope for the best? Or are we going to try and have a palate cleanser? We'll have to Mm, discuss it later. It's true. To those of you who are only listening and not joining us over Zoom, it's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. Later. Bye. Bye. All right. So we are queued up and ready to go whenever you are. I guess I am too. We'll see. Well, with no sound, it doesn't actually matter. It's true. We both, we all know what happens. So we'll it's be fine. close enough. Oh, I still don't leave my house. So, you know, I leave it only for food. <laughs> <laughs> the best is when I talk to people and I'm like, yeah, I don't leave my house. And they go, how do you eat? I'm like, you know how there's delivery. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So I used to scoff at people who ordered their groceries online, like, oh, you can just go get them. I haven't been in a grocery store. This is eHarmony. Oh my God, there's lesbians on eHarmony. What? Since when? Willow goes crazy. Buffy dies again. (laughs) (laughs) Because it wouldn't be the same without (laughs) another Buffy death. Wouldn't be a season finale. It's true. Awesome. We're spectacular. Yeah.